And hello and welcome to the Voice of Business podcast. This is the Gwinnett Chambers monthly radio show and podcast here on Business Radio X. I'm Mike Salmon and joining us on this special program is the CEO and president of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, Nick Messino. And, and Nick, as we do this show, we're in the midst of a worldwide viral pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19. We're doing our social distancing. You are joining me from your office in Gwinnett County. I'm at the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett County. First and foremost, before we get into business, how are you doing? How is your family doing? Mike, thanks for asking. Uh, my family's great. My daughter, who's a sophomore in college, is, is at home doing online class. My son, who's dual enrolled as a senior at North Gwinnett, is working from home. He's at GGC, dual enrolled. He, still no word if he's going to have a prom or walk for graduation. Uh, I feel really bad for him and all the other seniors. And then I've got a 15-year-old who's a sophomore at North Gwinnett, and she is desperately missing all of her friends and the rest of her track season. Uh, but but, every, but we're doing okay. Uh, I am here at the Gwinnett Chamber. We have, as you might know, the largest chamber building in North America, but it's for all intents and purposes empty. Uh, 1818 Club is closed. Frankie's is only open for takeout in the evening. I can do a lot of social distancing here more than I can do at home. Uh, because there's only a few of us here scattered throughout the building doing some essential duties. Uh, but, but we're good. Well, and I know the Gwinnett Chamber is open for business, and we're going to talk about that. But before that, let's talk about a personal story, because you actually were near the epicenter of a, where a lot of this is happening. You were in Italy just when this thing was starting to break out worldwide. Talk about that experience. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So my son, Vincent, uh, again, senior at North Gwinnett, but he uses, he's at GGC full time. So he was on GGC spring break and we planned a great trip. I did the same trip with my daughter last year. We flew into Milan, went to the Italian Alps, and then we went skiing in Switzerland and then went back to Milan. So I was going to do the same trip with my daughter, uh, I mean, with my son this year. And things were starting to kind of hit the fan in Milan. It looked like all of it was happening in the suburban southern part of Milan. Well, the airport I was flying into was in northern Milan, and then we were going to drive up to the Italian Alps. Well, for extra precaution, my son wore a mask the entire flight. When we got off the plane, I wore a mask. We both wore gloves. We were trying to stay away from people. And it was so interesting. We go through customs. We go to get our luggage. We go get our rental. We only see two other people in the Milan airport, which the whole world at that point, they were looking at China, Iran, and then Italy. And really, it was just Milan. And we were the only two people other than, I'm sorry, one of four people in the airport doing anything protective. It just was shocking to me. There, there was no signs. There was no anything. And we got to our rental car and we totally swabbed it and disinfected it. And we uh, took off and went up to the Italian Alps. We hiked in the mountains, slept overnight, and then hiked back out and went to Switzerland. The plan was ski for three days, and then we were going to go back to Milan. Obviously, things every day we were in Switzerland, the death toll and the infection tolls were doubling every day or more than doubling. So we never went back. We actually went north, we went to Zurich, and then we went to, to Munich. And at the end of the trip, we changed our flights to fly out of Munich. And it was so interesting to me, everything that was happening in Europe and in Italy at the time, this is when it was on everybody's uh, newscast. It was the top story, what was happening in Italy. They didn't even ask me as I was departing if I was had been in Italy. They said, have you been in the last 14 days, China or Iran? And, and didn't even, I mean, there was thousands and thousands of cases, uh, which is really sad because now fast forward 30 days, we're, we have outsurpassed Italy now. And it just, it's really sad. But my son and I never had any symptoms, but when we arrived uh, at home, we put on masks, got in the car with my wife, drove home, we went straight to the basement, 
and we voluntarily self-quarantined ourselves for eight additional days, which totaled for 14 days since we had been in Italy. And that was a really interesting experience. I don't have that much in common with an 18-year-old senior in high school anymore, um, except we, we, we both played a lot of Fortnite. We, we, we are glad that you're back and you're safe. Now you're, you're back in the role, you're back home, you're, you're working, and the Gwinnett Chamber, you never closed your doors. In fact, you guys have ramped things up a little bit. Talk about how this has affected the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce and how you guys are doing business these days. So Mike, day one, uh, I got back into the office and we got the leadership team together and I really just asked them two questions. Why do people join the Gwinnett Chamber? And we came up with the top two answers. One was for networking business opportunities. And the second one is learning opportunities. And I said, okay, if, if that's why those are the top reasons, what can we do in this virtual situation? And how can we lean into our membership, lean into the community and provide services uh, remotely or virtually? And uh, what we've done since then is by literally Tuesday morning, we were doing our Gwinnett YP a monthly learning opportunity online. We have a GGC professor that we work with for the content and the whole class was online. By that Thursday and Friday, we replaced our morning networking opportunities with digital dialogues. And we actually did four programs on Thursday morning back to back and then four on Friday. Since then, we've moved to a format that we're, we're daily between nine and 10 with networking opportunities. And these are these were the same programs which were previously the Gwinnett working and the business before hours, but now it's an online virtual content. And it's interesting to me, and I'll, I'll pause for a moment and let you ask questions, but it is interesting to me because I've jumped on a couple of these, how many people that had never been to those events in person, but now are at home, and they want human interaction and they're jumping on these networking opportunities and the feedback that we've received Callie and Sarah that run those programs has just been so positive uh, that people just they need the opportunity to connect and you guys didn't wait a while you didn't wait weeks to see how things were going to play out you moved fairly quickly and I understand you are getting some accolades from other chambers around the country they took notice how quickly you were able to adapt a lot of programs and provide value to your members Yes, absolutely. And I'll specifically point out the learning opportunities that have been put together, uh, crisis communication, uh, how to work remotely. We've got these back-to-back -back programs. This week we have for our HR professionals, we have a virtual call with the commissioner of labor, uh, Mark Butler. Uh, and then on, on Wednesday, our monthly on topic, we're obviously not getting together for a monthly luncheon. We've got the national, state, and local perspective in response to COVID-19. And we've got Congressman Rob Woodall, uh, Lieutenant Governor Duncan, and our very own Chair Charlotte Nash. And the word got out, I mean, it's really shocking to me. The senior leadership team, myself, were receiving emails and calls from our uh, peers in the region. And then that quickly spread within a couple of days from people from literally every time zone in the United States saying, what are you doing? How are you doing? Can we sit on your calls? We've had dozens of other chambers and associations join our calls just to see what we're doing. And, and that was never our intent, uh, but our intent is always to be a regional leader. I mean, we, we are the largest suburban chamber in the United States. And I think people are looking at us and sometimes we forget. We were, we were super focused on our membership in the Gwinnett community. And that was all prior to the stay at home order and the shelter in place order by the governor, because everything we have worked on to that point changed and that became our new response. And I, I could talk about that as well. We're really proud and honored uh, that people looked at us and, and it's always flattering to be emulated. 
Well, you moved quickly and you're doing a lot of online webinars, things like that. I've sat in on a couple uh, and our team at Business Radio X, we've sat in on a couple, uh, whether they're about sales, how to survive during this pandemic. I mean, so many different topics, but a lot, of course, relating to what's going on in the world today. And we've never had anything in our lifetime, Nick, quite like this. We've, of course, had the, the housing crisis years ago, the banking industry crisis, but those were just selected verticals. This is affecting every single member that you guys touch, every chamber member, small, large, in the middle, is affected by this crisis, and you're serving them all right now. Absolutely. In response to, I'll share specifically to that, the stay-at-home order and the shelter-in-place order, our resource page in the GwinnettChamber.com, sorry, GwinnettChamber.org website is fully robust, and that is obviously open to anybody. But at 4.30 on Friday, two weeks ago, when the county announced their order that was to start that, that midnight on Friday, we opened up a 24-hour call center. And that call center, if you just simply call the chamber's main number, which is 770-232-3000, that will ring to a Gwinnett Chamber employee that is working remotely. And then at five o'clock uh, in the weeknights, and then over the weekend, it actually rolls to my mobile. And we've been answering calls 24 hours a day for now over uh, eight straight days. And I've gotten calls at 1030 at night. And the worst one was 145 in the in the evening. And I, I jumped out of bed because I was asleep. And I answered the phone and then the person hung up. I think they thought it was just a recording. But uh, I was I wish I was able to help them. But I've received probably four or five calls after 10 o'clock at night. And we're happy to help uh, and, and answer their questions. There's a lot of fear and anxiety. Uh, but we're there for them. And it doesn't matter if you're a Gwinnett Chamber member, we received probably dozens of calls from businesses outside of Gwinnett, curious what it meant for their employees that live in Gwinnett that travel outside of Gwinnett to work. And so we've, we're, we're, we're there not just for Gwinnettians, but for anybody that's affected uh, by this that, that we could help. We're talking with Nick Messino, the president and CEO of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. I do apologize for calling you at 1.45 in the morning, Nick. I'll, I'll try not to do that again. People look to you, they look to the Gwinnett Chamber for leadership and, and guidance. Did the thought of you closing your doors and just shutting down ever cross your mind? Oh, heck no. I mean, we just, we simply can't. We have thousands of chamber members representing tens of thousands of employees. I don't know that we've ever been more essential than we are today. And we are the voice of business. But, but also, because we were there from that Friday with the shelter in place order, and when the city of Atlanta did their order about four days before Gwinnett, we started receiving calls from members then saying, I do work in Atlanta, I need to make deliveries. Can you help us? We're allowed to do it. And that really gave us a primer on what was to come when Gwinnett did their shelter in place order in the cities, all 16 cities. And so it just never, it was never even discussed. It was never suggested by anyone. We were totally fine. We, we immediately let all of our employees with children, middle school or younger to work at home based on what was happening with preschool and daycares, elementary and middle school. And then uh, because of the increased fear and anxiety, we basically let anybody that wanted to work from home to work from home. And I think we've all become experts now in Zoom and Microsoft Teams and all these other great tools. Uh, and it'll be really interesting how we respond when this COVID crisis is over. Do we all go back to work? Or is it possible we have begun solving the traffic congestion problem in Metro Atlanta? Because I can tell you, as I drive around, there's nobody on the roads. And so maybe we all adjust and we, maybe we don't all need to work from uh, in the office. And so we'll see. But the short answer is no, 
It was never a consideration. Our members need us now more than ever. Yeah, maybe maybe there's going to be a new normal when we get back to business as usual, if, if you will. There are a lot of business people out there that are concerned. They're worried. Uh, this crisis is far from over. They say it's going to peak somewhere in late April, and then maybe it'll start. The, the curve will start flattening after late April. As I said earlier, people look to the chamber for leadership. They look to you, Nick. You're well-respected in the business community. What message would you want to give to the business leader out there, maybe particularly the small business owner, who's right now, for lack of a better term, freaking out because they're not sure what's going to happen. They, they're unsure about the future. We don't know how long this is going to be. What message do you want to share with that business owner out there? First of all, the chamber, our business is your business to any business leader, large or small, and, and we're here. We, we are asking our members to take a business survey and let us know specifically what they can help with. We're reviewing those results every two days. And thank goodness our members are com- completing those on a regular basis and they keep flowing in. But there's just a tremendous amount of resources at quinnettchamber.org, and that's for everybody. For our members, we have a tremendous amount of uh, online virtual events and programs, learning opportunities, networking opportunities, those are there for them. But I want to refer to the resource page, which is one click away from the homepage at winnetchamber.org. And there is a tremendous amount of information out there from the federal stimulus packages. And there's a lot in the CARES Act from the idle loan program to the PPP program, which is the, the, the payment assistance for payroll. And I, I would do a, a disservice to try to explain it all, but there's a lot of resources, a lot of links there. And, and obviously at the Gwinnett Chamber membership page, where you can go through between CPAs and our, and our banks and our lending institutions, we have a lot of members that are there for you now. To, to be able to get some of this assistance, you have to go through a bank and m- many banks are just trying to deal with their existing customers. So what we've recommended to people, if you feel like that one of these assistance programs through the loans is a possibility for you, it's never a better time to have a relationship with your banker. Many of them uh, have SBA uh, relationships. Those are the ones that you want to contact and connect with uh, today in regards to these loans. And right now it's apply as quickly as possible so you can get in line as, as quick as possible. Uh, and, and the assistance that's out there is tremendous. It seemed as though we had support from both uh, the Republicans and Democrats on that, uh, which is great. It seems like there's a lot of rhetoric here, but they came together for both the one, two, and three adjustments on that. In Congress, they suspended their breaks, and I couldn't be prouder of them for actually putting down their differences. Of course, they're still squawking on both sides, uh, but they got together and they got stuff done, which is fantastic. So my hat's off to them for doing that. All right. We want to remind everybody, too, about the Gwinnett Chamber's website, gwinnettchamber.org, for all the programs you guys are doing and the links to everything else that's out there. And, and Nick, as we start to wrap up the program here, the podcast, you took over as the president and CEO of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce about a year ago. And I'm sure you knew you'd have a lot of challenges taking over this position. But in your wildest dream, did you ever think there would be a worldwide viral pandemic that you would have to lead your staff and, and all these businesses through? Absolutely not. But, but I, I can tell you I've leaned on an experience that I'll share with you and, and the listeners. I was blessed to be elected the mayor of the city of Swanee when I was 28 years old. And I, when I took office, I turned 29. Uh, and so I took office in 2000. And as we all can remember, and I know you do, uh, definitely the people that are your, my age and your age and above, I was mayor when 9-11 happened. And that was 
a really tough experience to lead our community, my community at the time, through that. But those lessons, we were at war. I, I remember specifically the next weekend was Swanee Day, and we had a parade, and I had a lot of outcrying that we should not gather at that time, and that maybe we'd become a target. And again, we didn't know, and we know it's always easy to be the Monday morning quarterback, but I got a lot of pressure to not do it. But we actually made the decision quickly, and we leaned into it to do it, and it was the most most emotional gathering of people I'd ever seen. I'd never seen more American flags. There wasn't a dry eye along the parade route because people needed each other. They had canceled college football, for God's sake, which is, you know, you know, a travesty in, in the United States. But we were there for our community. And I knew at that time that making a decisive decision quickly and sticking by it and not challenging it and, and getting on the same page was important. And I used those same experiences with the leadership team here at the chamber. We made decisions, we, we put in our concerns, we, we, we gathered around a decision and we moved forward and we led our teams. And so I'd never imagined we'd be dealing with this, but I had had some experience to lean on, which I think was crucial in how quickly we responded. And I have to tell you, hats off to Alicia and Callie and Megan and Ken Rutherford, the marketing team, Andrew and Adam, uh, Patricia, our accounting guru, they've all just been incredible. Uh, they've been here. We've been socially distancing, uh, but we're here working for the community and obviously our members. Yeah, I remember 9-11 well as, as well, Nick. And I remember the surge in patriotism and the American flag flying everywhere after 9-11 happened. And, and, and hopefully we'll, we'll learn some great lessons and, and something will bring us together as well uh, when this is all done. You know, maybe we realize how much we need each other more than ever after going through this together because everybody is involved in this. It touches everybody. It's scary. Give me one last locker room speech, Nick, to, to help me not jump off the cliff and, and, and feel good about things and, and, and our future. Well, first of all, our federal government has really put stimulus back together like we've never seen. Uh, they came together, and if they can come together, we can all come together. I mean, if you just think of the rhetoric that we've listened to for years now, I mean, of course, there was some rhetoric still while it was happening, but they were able to come to an agreement. And so I think there's something there. If, if they can do it, we can do it. But this is a really resilient community in Gwinnett and the Metro Atlanta region. I, I, I take great pride in our local governments. Gwinnett County and the 16 municipalities came together on a stay-at-home order that was almost exactly the same. It created no confusion for our businesses. Uh, they responded quickly. They showed great leadership. And I really appreciate it. I appreciate all of our citizens that are advising and adhering to the, we have a fire ban right now. We cannot be wasting the, the first responders time with things like simple brush fires. And so I think our citizens are responding uh, appropriately and we need our businesses to have hope. Uh, we need the citizens to do takeout where it's possible, try to do business locally as much as possible, but we're going to respond uh, as a community and there, there are people that will not survive this. I mean, specifically, their businesses will not survive, but we need to be there for them. Please check out our resource page. Uh, it is absolutely necessary that people take advantage of everything that's out there. It's just imperative that they apply and they apply early. If they need something uh, within our, our best of helping, we'll try our best to try to resolve things and, and get the right information to anybody that needs it. 
it's, it's worth repeating again that the Chamber website, GwinnettChamber.org. And I want to remind our listeners that this program is available 24-7. Anytime you want to check it out, go to BusinessRadioX.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and click on the Voice of Business podcast. This is the monthly podcast and radio show of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. It's also available on your favorite podcast apps, iTunes, iHeartRadio. You can check it out anytime you need. People have a lot of time these days, so we hope you'll check out a lot of the former Chamber shows as well that are out there and available. Nick, we appreciate your time today. We appreciate your leadership during this crisis. Keep up the great work at the Gwinnett Chamber. Thank you again for your time today, and please stay safe. Thank you. You too, to you and your family. All right. Nick Messino, the CEO, President of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. We appreciate our listeners and our viewers to this video as well. Thank you for joining us here on the Voice of Business podcast on Business Radio X. Mm-hmm.